Let's get this bitch started. I said we got this. Flow stupid, yet the rhyme's so brilliant. Never could you bring the kid down, I'm too resilient. And fuck them biting ass niggas who be stealing. Y'all niggas copy my style like a chameleon. I'm a Brazilian, that's one in a million. Too high for ceilings, it's how I am feeling. What the blood clot? How did all these nug rocks have me looking dumb hot with my eyes all bloodshot? Now that's a mugshot in the making. No need for oven when you're waking, baking. Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast H Cubed up in this biatch. Yes, sir, yes, sir. We, we back as a motherfucking duo finally after, after I don't know how many weeks, but it's definitely been a few weeks. And uh, it feels good to be back. Now, let me just fill y'all in. The last two weeks, well, actually, I went to a wedding in fucking Cancun. Shout out to my man Pat and him, you know, and his lady. But pretty much came back, my fucking voice was gone because, you know, when your birthday is also, when your 30th birthday at that is on the same day as, you know, your good homie's wedding. You're going to turn up and you're going to do a lot of screaming. You know what I mean? <laughs> so well, I'm happy, happy put, belated birthday, sir. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. So I'm going to just put that on that. And that's why we haven't been able to record in a little while. But we are back. The voice is about 92% back. <laughs> and uh, and we're here, man. We're here to do an album review of uh, of our man, Logic, man. And it's of his album. And it's funny because we realized that he just released a new album, maybe like a week or two ago yeah but we had already agreed to listen to this one and i'm gonna I'm a be honest with you i'm happy that we did i'm really happy that we did because i was surprised in listening to this album and maybe it's because i honestly didn't listen to a lot of early logic that much mm-hmm. you know what i mean and i also learned a few things <laughs> and uh pretty much that people that do nerdy rap like eventually as you get old enough you're gonna find it kind of corny <laughs> and it's funny, right? Because like I've heard that trope about Childish Gambino before, and I'm a huge Childish Gambino fan. But everybody would always say that his shit was kind of corny, right? His like his rap, mm-hmm. even though I thought he could rap his ass off. But something about him was just kind of corny. And it's funny because eventually he just went to straight singing. You know, he did the Redbone joint. Yep. He, he just kind of turned into a singer, pretty much. So. And, you know, I guess that that worked for him and probably made him millions and millions of dollars and all kinds of other, you know, shit. So kudos to him for that. So, you know, I don't know. It was just always that, that like, stigma of, like, the nerdy rapper being kind of corny, right? And I'm going to be honest with you. There are parts in Logic's music, in this album specifically, that kind of are like that. But I will say that his rapping and everybody else's rapping, all, all the other features on here, I felt like really made up for it. You know what I mean? Just just to kind of go, just to start it off with it. You know what I mean? I get you. And honestly, I've heard the whole corny thing before about Logic. I've also heard it about Childish Gambino. Shit, I've heard it back to fucking Ludacris. And I think it's mostly people just think that they're corny because they're not from the street like most other rappers are. So they don't have that, you know that thug background, the the gangster background, the criminal element background. And um, I feel like a lot of people think that if that's missing from your music, then you're not really real, you're kind of corny, blah, 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 no matter how good it is that you can rap. But if you think about it, not a lot of the artists from back in the 80s who were essentially the original originators of the backpack rap, I guess you wouldn't say like... um, 
Tribe Called Quest, you know, and uh, leaders of the new school. Like none of them were like really gangster gangster from what I from what I know, from what right. I can remember. Because, again, I'm not an expert on 80s fucking music because mm. I was a child during most no, of the very, but, very but, young but, child during most but, of the 80s. Honestly, if you listen to their music, like there's nothing that screams out super gangster. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, and, and, and to a degree, I kind of feel like, uh, you know, Gambino and Logic is kind of the same way. But I just feel like they kind of have like a weird like uh, victim complex sometimes yeah. where they kind of complain about them not being taken serious because, well, Childish Gambino, because he's a black dude that kind of, you know, I guess acts kind of white mm-hmm. or white-ish or whatever, you know, whatever you want to say. And uh, and Logic being a half black dude that people think he's just white. And, and I feel like that's something that only like a very small group of people can probably relate to. Yeah. So it, when that becomes like a major uh you know topic in your music and it's funny because i even i texted you uh in the middle of listening to this and i was like yo it wouldn't be a logic album without <laughs> him referencing the fact that he's half black <laughs> that and, is and, facts <laughs> and, and, and I, granted we're gonna get to it but that song was pretty fire but i i just thought it was funny that he named the song black white boy you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, look, I've been, uh, I, I didn't guess you could say, I didn't, in, in air quotes, grown up on Logic. I've been around, I've been known of him since he first came out with his first mixtape. Uh, my boy, shout out to my boy Caesar. He was the one to, ta- uh, to, to turn me on to him. So mm-hmm. I've been around, seen his progression, and I've seen him turn into a fantastic lyricist. Um, oh, but yeah. like again, he's 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 always been hated on, especially in the DMB area for being one of our artists. People just hate on him hard, and it's like they don't even consider the fact that this nigga's out here rapping his ass off and rapping circles around most yeah. people um they just hate him because he's corny he doesn't have that thug background blah 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 which i think in itself is supremely corny because hip-hop is about the lyricism that comes out it's not about the specific background or the situation from which the rapper comes from but we've kind of like put that on hip-hop now as like one of the driving categories it's like okay well you got to be from the hood you got to be from this specific thing you got to be from x thing you got to have this in your background you got to have that in your background to be looked at as a again air quotes like real rapper or like you know authentic rapper now let me let me let me counter that in Mm -hmm. saying that i feel like somebody like for example a black thought Mm -hmm. right i don't think anybody would ever say black thought is corny definitely not and while he does rap about street elements, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you could. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, maybe I haven't heard enough of his music, but I don't think he's necessarily a street rapper. I, I don't. I agree with you. I agree with you. And again, you know I mean? he's one of the. He's been one of the most slept on rappers in fucking history. Like you know what I'm saying? Sure. Like he's yeah. been around the, the shit. The Roots have been around since at least like the early to mid '90s, right? right uh, yeah, from yeah. from my memory. But the Roots have never always been taken super super seriously, and he's never always been looked at as one of the best artists because I think of the fact because he raps with a band. That follows him you know what i'm saying so again that's just another yeah. thing where you can wrap your fucking ass off and be one of the best out here doing it but you're still going to get slept on for years because of certain elements of how you're viewed yeah and you know and that's actually a really good point um because while like you said he might not be looked as corny he still doesn't get the accolades that he probably he 100 deserves you exactly. know what I mean? and again it's it's because it's different it's because it's outside of the box mm-hmm. it's because it's not what people are used to hearing but again, I, I just kind of still use that as a point where I feel like in Logic and Childish Gambino's, uh, and, and again, this is even me, how I view it, right? Where mm-hmm. I don't consider Logic to be a corny rapper 
or Childish Gambino. Because I think when these motherfuckers like really try to like wrap their ass off and aren't on that like like vic I, I feel like they go a lot into the whole little victim complex rapping about oh poor me and da da da, da. True. and, and to, be, to be honest, right? Especially in kind of like backpack boom boom boom, 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 boom bap, bap rap. Yeah. I don't want to hear like some weak shit. You know? True. You know what I mean? And I, and again, I'm not saying that that's weak, but like I just say that to kind of explain it, where it's kind of like I kind of want some, you know, bravado. I kind of want some like aggressiveness. Well, you know what I mean? I, I'll I'll say I'll say this in in kind of like the same vein of what you're saying. I understand exactly what you're saying. You don't want to hear somebody be like, "Oh, woe is me," blah blah blah. But again, some of these motherfuckers can wrap their motherfucking ass off. Look how much we've yeah. had to deal with Wale over the years, bitching about, "Oh, woe is me. I'm not as big as I should be." Blah blah blah. People don't care. But this motherfucker consistently puts out good ass music. But it's like he doesn't see the fact. That he's putting out good music. It's just that he's bitching and complaining that he's not as famous as some of the other people around him. But see, even Wale, a per, another perfect example where I don't think anybody would call him corny or whatever if he wouldn't come out and complain about these things. I think if he just put out vicious music. Now, granted, it's one thing for you to say it and kind of like in an interview or something like that. Be like, look, man, like I think I'm, I think I'm underrated. I think people don't take me seriously enough. But it's another thing for it to be a trope in like your music in mm-hmm. general. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, and I I think that that's now again this is just me kind of coming up with this right now as as I speak. But I think as a fan of both, uh, you know, Logic. Or I mean, yeah, I guess I, I am a decent fan of Logic, but definitely of Childish Gambino. I've come to the conclusion that to me, and how I kind of view them as corny, I think it's usually when that happens. You know what I mean? Where they kind of take that little. You know, I don't because yeah, nobody wants to hear anybody be the victim. Like nobody wants to hear everybody say, "Oh, I'm the victim all the time." I mean, yes, there you can be the victim of certain things, but like, don't complain about it in your music so much. Yeah, I, I get what you mean on that. Yeah, but let, let let's let's switch gears and go back to the album because we definitely had a whole <laughs> conversation about that. But you know, I think it, I think it was important to kind of just you know uh, dissect who Logic has been in the rap game for the last ten years. Um, and it's crazy that he's he's lasted t- ten years in the rap game. Mm-hmm. He's had a major pop hit in the one eight hundred song. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, that was like a. I'm I'm sure that was a platinum. Oh yeah, uh, single at least, and I'm sure that that made him a multi millionaire, and it made him be able to tour all kinds of uh, you know states, countries, probably even, and and. and, and you know, and even before that, you know, he already had this cult following mm-hmm. um, of people who like rap. And he's always been one with the sample beats and one with the, you know, classic hip hop yeah. sound. Now, I will and, say, in speaking of what we were talking about earlier, just uh, real quick, that song, the 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 1-800, whatever, whatever it was called, I'm sorry, uh, yeah. that caught a lot of heat, too, for him being corny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, sure. I, I, that I don't understand. That's just, like, a mental health thing, blah, blah, blah. But go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. Um, but see, again, that just kind of goes to the whole... Uh, and, again, this might not be a good thing necessarily, but I just think in rap, it's... Like, that's viewed as a weakness or whatever. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, yeah. and I feel like it's it's kind of like a sport. You know what I mean? Rap is... I guess you kind of consider it a sport in a yeah. sense. And just like in a sport, you know, there's a lot of, like, toughness involved in whatever. And granted, I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing, but it is a thing. And I feel like, you know, maybe that might be a reason why that song, which like you said, you know, it, it, I think the message is, is you know, important and it, and it should, more people should come out and speak on it. But I just think that it's kind of just is what it is. And people are just going to view it as that, even though in reality it's not, you know yeah. what I mean? 
But um, but yeah, so he, he even before that song came out, like I said, he had his co-following. Obviously, uh, when he started blowing up, people around the area started being like, Oh yeah, he's from Gaithersburg and da da da. Which is which let me just say is pretty cool to hear on a mainstream rap album. Yeah, man. Somebody shout out literally a city, town, whatever, that's a few miles away from where I live. Yep. You know what I mean? And and I don't know, man. It just feels pretty crazy. And it kind of makes me realize, like, yo, there really are a lot of people from the area that we grew up in that are fucking super successful, mm-hmm. are famous, yeah. are one of the best at what they do, from rappers to basketball players in KD. You know what I mean? And, I mean, the list goes on. But um, but definitely, I I, I think it was pretty cool uh, to, to, to just see Logic have this long career, um, and, and which lets him up to this album. Now, this... From my understanding, was his last album on Def Jam, and yes. he talks about it a lot uh, throughout the album. Uh, he he kind of made the last song all about that, pretty much when he started, you know, explaining. Uh, he kind of did like the whole Kanye West thing, uh, Last Call joint, where yeah. he kind of gives his story of how he got his deal and all the people that were there and shit like that. So honestly, I thought that that was actually pretty cool towards the end of the album that he did that, but. Um, uh, that being said, vinyl days, lots and lots and lots of samples throughout the whole joint. Mm-hmm. If y'all been listening to this podcast from the very beginning, y'all know I'm a samples guy. I love a good chop up sample. Me too. That makes up something that you know doesn't even sound like the original sample. Make it actually, it actually the, sounds like a brand new song. Yeah, one hundred percent. And and I love that. And, and and you know what? I'll even love a little, just a good loop. Even you know, what I mean, I, I won't mind if it if it sounds good. If it's tweaked up a little bit, I won't mind a good loop uh, as opposed to like a whole chopper over there. But mm-hmm. nonetheless, that's all. Now I don't know if if Logic produced these beats or if somebody else. Did. I know I know probably there were a few other. I think he produced uh, like, a couple of them. But like I know uh, DJ Premier, Premier is on here. Yeah, and uh, the jump that he did with. Um, Royce the five nine. It sounds like it might have been a premiere joint, like the joint that he does, like when they do prime. Uh, yeah, it yeah. kind of sounded like one of those type of beats, but I never looked it up to be sure. But that one just definitely, I don't think that one was uh was produced by Logic because it just doesn't no, no, sound no, no. like him. And, 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 and on top of that, um, it, it says uh, featuring DJ Premier, and I'm sure that if it's the featuring DJ Premier, it's usually him. Yeah, produced. Of course, you know I mean? of course. But yeah, yeah, like this this album really kind of really drew me in. And I think that it had a lot of the old school sounding uh the little things such as like the little intros in between songs. I thought that that was pretty cool and it kind of it made it a cohesive project, you know what I mean? Cuz a lot of these if you kind of just listen to them spaced out, it could just sound like random songs. Mm-hmm. But I do think that a lot of the intros or a lot of like the little uh, interludes or whatever, they they kind of connect the last song and the song that's about to come on. Yeah. Sometimes it is a random skit, you know what I mean? That probably means nothing. But I think that that's such a a nineties, early two thousand rap kind of type of thing that yeah. like, I thought was really dope. Honestly, I thought some of them were cool, as in when they actually did work more towards it. Honestly, yeah. I thought there was too many of them. Like, I just thought that there was way too many of them. And the fact that some of them were like a minute long of just like voicemails that people were like leaving for him, apparently, again, air quotes, voicemails. Um, I, I thought some of it was just like 
it was just too much after a while. It was like every, it's like, okay, song, you have this random ass fucking interlude where somebody's talking about something and then you go into the next song. And I mean, even if it matches the next song, I just felt like there was too many of them on the album. Like I've never liked, never liked it when there was too, too many skits on an album. Like if you got like 20 tracks on your album and like eight of them are fucking interludes or, 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 um, what do you call them? So I'm just like, uh, okay, that's a lot of wasted space for some rapidy rap. But at the same time, the amount of fucking lyrics that like Logic puts into a fucking verse on any of these goddamn songs, I guess kind of makes up for that. Um, so, but I mean, that's just my take. I just think that there's a couple, a couple too many on there for, for me. Yeah. I mean, I would even also, I mean, I, I, I agree to, to, to an extent, like I don't mind having a lot of them, but I just think that there's too many songs in general mm-hmm. on, on, I agree. On, on the whole project. I think that there was a lot of good sounding beats, a lot of good sounding bars throughout the album. But I think 30, 30 songs, now granted, maybe like 10 of them or eight or 10 of them are, uh, you know, intros or, or, or little skits or whatever. Yeah. But that being said, the rest, I, I, I think that's it's too much. And I think it would have been for an easier listen. And that's that's another thing that I've always tried to, you know, emphasize that I think artists should now I'm sure I'm not the only person saying this, but it should hear me out in saying that I think that an album should be in 2023, an album shouldn't be any longer than 12 tracks. Any I, longer than 12 tracks is too long. I agree with that kind of yeah. Because because let me tell you this, dog, it's very mm-hmm. rare that an artist, even an artist that I like, it has to be an artist that I'm really fucking with, like a Kendrick or somebody like that, right? But Dog, it's very rare that an album that's over 12 or 13 tracks that I listen to every song. Sometimes there's albums that like have huge songs on it that I fuck with and they don't have like a few, like three or four other songs that I've never even listened to because I just don't get there. You know what I mean? Like our attention span now, everybody listens to music differently. You know, it's almost like a, like a pastime as opposed to, you know, an activity, you know what I mean? So so people usually aren't gonna like you know get through a whole 25 track album unless you're doing what we're doing right now reviewing it but um i don't know man i i i just think that that's that's a negative that i would have about the album is that it's a little too long but a lot of song a lot of the songs are short they don't have a hook on it it's just him rapping over dope ass beats yeah one of the beats that i really fucked with or the songs in general that i really fuck with is number nine ladonda Oh uh, yeah, I that was little. Uh, I think it's like a guitar sample or something. But he fucking killed it again. Whoever produced that joint killed it. Uh, I thought that joint was super dope. Even even uh, the the quasi number seven. Uh, that was like a Madlib. Uh, he was re- pretty much a letter to Madlib, pretty much on what sounds like a Madlib beat. So, it probably was honestly. So you know what I mean. I thought that that joint was pretty dope, and he just had a lot of different. As again, as a sample lover, I really enjoyed just even just the production on this album. It was fucking crazy. Yeah, and I honestly I think that um I think one of the strongest jumps that he had where you know he wasn't with anybody was the song Tetris was like the technically the opening track, but it's track number yeah. two. And again, I I always again I've always been a fan of uh fucking Tetris. That's my fucking jam. So I was already I was already invested. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. um. And then also that motherfucking shit, though, though I think it was the next song, uh, In My Lifetime, with uh, Action Bronson. That yep. joint was actually nice, too, because Bron was sounding real, real good on his joint. I, haven't, I actually yeah. haven't heard him rap anything new in a minute, so yeah. I don't even know if he's come out with anything new in a minute. And then I will say that um, I, I, as, as, 
overall, I think the majority of this album, especially when Logic is actually rapping, is fucking yeah. fantastic. Um, yeah. I think that he kills everything. I think like one of the one of the negative spots on this joint, the and I was saying we were saying earlier like all the um or you were saying earlier that all the uh the featured artists make you know put make up for something that that was a deficit in the thing. I say the only one that I can debate on that was the track that Wiz Khalifa is on, and I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to remember the joint. Where is it at? Where is it at? Where is it at? Nah, 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 nah. Because Wiz, um, shit, I have it written down too, and I, oh, it's called Breath Control. Yeah. I just thought that now, it's not that Wiz had bad a bad verse. He just had a lazy verse, especially in comparison to what the fuck Logic did right after he did. It was like if we if we in a gunfight, right? Wiz is there with like you know like two two handguns, you know, and he's firing into the firing at the enemy, right? Yeah. Logic comes on that joint, and that motherfucker got the Gatling gun, and he's blasting everybody the fuck away. That's how I feel like the comp- the differences in those verses were. Again, not that Wiz's verse was bad. I just thought it was lazy. It was on that like Rick Ross lazy shit where he was just rapping real slow, and it wasn't it wasn't all the time on beat. It was just like when you put it against what Logic put behind it, I was like, oh damn, I know Wiz can do better than that. So like. I would have liked to see him do a little bit better than that. And maybe y'all need to be in the studio together to do that joint. There ain't no, ain't no file sharing. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know. But I mean, that's like, I feel like that's the only down spot of that song is the fact that it just Wiz was so lazy on it. Not again, not that the lyrics were bad or anything like that, or nor, nor was the beat bad. I just thought that he was, he had a lazy delivery on it. All right. Now, let me give my opinion on it because that was just. That, look, that, that's that's a, a Wiz Khalifa hater opinion right there. Bruh, all I said was that he was lazy with the rhymes. Like, I didn't say anything was bad, dog. Listen, this is what <laughs> I'm going to say, okay? I Now, granted, this is just a matter of, I guess, likes or whatever. or uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Preference. Uh, preference, yeah. Um, I personally don't mind, because I will agree. He was, his, like, Logic's verse was 100% more aggressive more intricate with the flow. He was fucking going ballistic on that joint. Just crazy. That's all I need to hear. He went crazy on that joint. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong, right? But I feel like, now granted, you either love it or you don't, but I think that Wiz Khalifa came with the typical Wiz kind of flow. And I think he's kind of like a Snoop in that regard. Where, and again, I hate to, you know, always compare him to Snoop. Like, I'm sure a lot of people do, but I feel like Snoop wasn't, at least later on in his career, wasn't really known for having like a vicious pen game per se. I feel like it was more so his charisma, his uh, just like his swag, his style. And I feel like that's kind of just what what essentially what Wiz is. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think he can rap like decently, but I feel like his appeal is just laid back, super high sounding over a chill beat. And I think the beat was pretty chill. No, yeah, and let me just... Let me just say this too. I thought it was really dope at the end, at the beat change, when what's his name, um, when Logic was rapping, where it made the uh, uh, the beat change to an old Wiz Khalifa song, yeah, uh, from from Christian no- mm-hmm. Christian Orange Juice. So I thought that that was really dope, and not only that it was the same beat, but it was like a, it, it kind of added some drums to it so that Logic could, you know, rap faster that joint. But uh, I thought that the, that joint was pretty dope, just kind of paying homage. Uh, you know, to 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 those that walked uh, before you, to those that walked before him to set the because you know the truth is that you know you could kind of more or less put Wiz Khalifa kind of in that era of like you know not a gangster, 
but still rapping and mm-hmm. saying fly oh, yeah, shit. For sure. Know? And and he's definitely, you know, and and it's at least in that regard in the same group uh, as as like a logic or whatever. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I, I personally thought that's actually one of my favorite songs on the album. I thought the beat was super dope on that joint. But going back to uh one of the songs, but I, I'm kind of curious how you felt about the joint with uh with RZA, the uh the joint that kind of had the Wu Tang beat kind of. I thought Which it was I thought it was good. I'm still getting used to that beat because I feel like it takes me nowadays, especially it takes me a little bit to kind of warm up to some of Riz's jumps because some of Riz's beats be out of control, crazy. But mm. the, the lyrically overall, both of them murdered that fucking song. No matter what the yeah. fuck I end up thinking of the beat, ultimately, you know what I'm saying, like that. Because mm-hmm. um, I mean, I've, I mean, as much of a, of a Wu Tang fan as I am. I don't think Rizzo always hits it when he gets a beat. I'm sorry. It's just like Timbaland doesn't always hit it. Dre doesn't always hit it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, and it's crazy. I think I sent you a picture of this, but um, recently I downloaded an old Wu Tang video game. Oh yeah. And, <laughs> dog. By the way, if you guys have never played, uh, what is it, Shaolin something, Shaolin style or something like that, it's a Wu Tang fighting game for PlayStation One. Get the emulator going, you know what I mean? Download that joint. Do what you got to do to play that joint. Now, the gameplay on that joint is kind of terrible. I ain't even going to lie. It's kind of like a fake Mortal Kombat, right? Probably like 1995 at the the most. Nah, but nigga, there was good games in 1995. This gameplay is just pretty bad. But I will say this. That the music on that joint is fucking hard. And I didn't realize the, the joint that's like, Rage, Rock, Oh... Rumble. Yeah. I ain't know that that was a Wu-Tang song for like the longest time. Hell yeah, man. That beat is so fucking hard. It's still one of the hardest beats ever. That's, I'm like, it has to be a Rizzo beat. Bro, this game came out in 1999. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. PlayStation 1. Wow. What's the, what is it called? Shaolin something? Shaolin style. Wu-Tang yeah. Shaolin style. Yo, duh. When I tell you, I was like... Because I, I obviously probably had it like in like 2001 or 2002 after it came out or whatever. And I was probably like eight or nine years old and that game was fucking crazy, dog. I can imagine. Honestly, you know, they came out with a lot of fucking fighting games style like this after famous people like Wu-Tang got one. Jackie Chan has uh, one, dog. Jackie Chan got one. Shaq had Shaq Fu back in the day. I had that jump for yeah. Sega Genesis, I believe. Uh, and Shaq Fu wasn't that bad. Some of the characters in that joint were, were legit. I've heard a lot of people say that that was that was a pretty good game. You're right. Like, it was at least decent. Of the of the one of the few things that Shaq did back in the day outside of basketball that was actually good. <laughs> you know. Nah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> but um, but yeah, nah. But um, going back to the actual album, yep. I also fucked with the joint with Blue Exile and Like, which is Orville. Yeah, that joint now, was mean. I know the name Blue. Just based off of you know being a Charles Hamilton fan, yeah, and he was cool with Blue at the time, and uh, and I think he was part of a, a double XL freshman list at one point. Hmm. Uh, well, I, I don't I know because be... Blue and Exile been around for a minute because I didn't have a Blue and Exile album, I can't remember how old it was, but it was like I want to say in the mid 2000s, I had a Blue and Exile album, Maybe okay. So I'll late. take that back, it might be a different Blue then, might be, yeah, because I, I, you know, I, I just realized that. And so it's Blue and Exile, like the the group kind of. Yeah, it's a group. Okay, or so I take that yeah. back. So it's, it's not the same. It's not the same one. So I take that back. But nonetheless, the fucking song was fucking fire. I think they all killed a joint. And, and again, that that's I think that's a running thing on the album. It really is. The majority of the features on here 
are pretty dope, uh, including number 24, which is introducing uh, Nezzy. Mm -hmm. And through just looking around or whatever, a couple of videos on YouTube, I found out that apparently, and also from listening to the song, if you listen to the song, it kind of describes it. Like Logic's whole verse is pretty much setting up the girl who raps on the drum. I'm pretty sure it's a girl. And she fucking kills it. And she was like, apparently it was like a not so popular artist. And he said, you know, on the, on the song, he's saying that, you know, he loves to spread the love and, and, you know, give talent the spotlight. And I thought that that was pretty dope. I thought that uh, she killed it. She did her thing on the joint. And honestly, and that was the, something that used to be, sorry to cut you off, uh, but that was something yeah. that people used to do all the time back in the day. Like, like I remember ex explicit example, the song Crush On You from Lil' Kim. That mm -hmm. was a Lil' C's track on her album. It's only Lil' C's. And which then is they did, crazy. I feel like nobody would really know that. Exactly. And then they did the remix, which is the one that we all know from the music video. Uh, so basically, you know, it was, it was like, uh, what, um... And it, a, a rack of people I don't want to say everybody But a rack of people Back in the day Had at least one track That was catered towards Bringing out their, their One of their artists So Fucking I want to say God damn it I can't I can't think of that many Right now At the top of my head But again again I am pretty yeah. smacked But there's there was more than one artist That did I'm only pretty sure uh, DMX did that jump Back in the day My nigga And if it was a Dipset album It was through a jail phone <laughs> You know <laughs> You had Hellrail through a jail phone talking about, I'm going to be home soon. Uh -uh. When I come through, I'm coming through with the doom. <laughs> Gotta love it. Dog, <laughs> this is a time to be alive, bro. That, that, I love them skits right there, dog. It just had a different feeling because, <laughs> you know, you really didn't know. There was a lot of unknown back then. You couldn't just, like, look these niggas up and, you know, see. Like, you kind of just had to believe it. Yeah, exactly. I mean? Yeah, man. I, I But I thought that was pretty dope for uh, Logic to do that. And uh, show the, you know, show her on the album or whatnot. whatnot. Vinyl Days number twenty eight, yeah. featuring DJ Premier, crazy so vicious, beat. Obviously, that was just obvious. I thought that shit was dope. Um, and I and say, also, uh -huh. oh, go ahead, go ahead. Go now ahead. I want to say the joint with uh, Royce the Five Nine. Yeah. What the fuck is the name of that song? I didn't write it down. Ten years. Ten years. There you go. Ten years. That joint right there and Clouds, I think, are two of the two of the two. Of, I don't want to say two of the best, but in my opinion, two of my favorite tracks on this album. They were both just so vicious, uh, not just lyrically, but fucking sonically. The beats on them joints were so fucking incredible. Like yeah. Clouds is just oh my god. Clouds sounds like a fucking uh, Rick Ross cinematic kind of sounding. Uh, production like yep. it's really dope. I I agree. I thought that was a really good song. And I gotta say, as much as I fought myself against it, I did like therapy music featuring Russ. And <laughs> yo, Rogue One is vicious. That has to be in my top three of the album. Like for real, for real. Damn, I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna have to go back and check that joint because oh, Rogue damn. One is popping into my. But therapy music featuring Russ, dog. <laughs> and that's another nigga too that like dog he can rap his fucking ass like off. shit Russ like shit his, his verse was crazy dog but it's funny because a lot of motherfuckers don't be fucking with him and again i just i don't i, I really don't know why and i hate oh, this he's, he's he's more of the i don't want to call him the backpacker for say but technically he is in the backpack camp plus he's white so he gets that added you know what I'm saying from yeah. every, from a lot of black people in the industry. So, and I hate to say it, but it's just like nigga. To me, at this point in my life, I don't give a fuck. White, black, you know, Native American, fucking Australian. I don't give a fuck if your ass can fucking flow, then your ass can fucking flow. And I don't give a fuck where you're from, but but how, where you're from and how you look is still very, 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 very looked upon in hip hop as a as can be a negative or can be a positive. 
So oh, like yeah. it's just kind of like uh, okay, because you know you could be like, look at J Cole. They always get on J Cole about you know like oh this man ain't got no chains on. He be just be wearing his little baggy shit. He be looking bummy. Blah 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 blah. But that's that nigga's style. He's not out here like if these niggas weren't out here perpetrating or not. I won't say perpetrating. Uh, the, some of them wasn't out here perpetrating. They wouldn't be in the Gucci this, the Gucci that, all chained out and shit like that. They would probably look more like J Cole, just being some chill shit because that's what the fuck their personality is. But some people have to put up a front. They have to put up uh they have to put up the, the glamour so that they can you know be who they be who they are in the public eye or whatever whatever and then you've got the people who just don't give a fuck more like the childish gambinos and and the and the and the and the, and the, the logics and the fucking kendrick J. lamars and the j coles and they're yeah. just gonna put out their motherfucking music and really don't give a fuck what you think about how they dress or how they move or anything mm-hmm. like that so one thing i will say is that uh one rapper that beat the the whole white rapper trope is my man Paul Wall, dog. I always <laughs> thought he was like the coolest nigga in the world, dog. I think that's different because that nigga from Texas, and he still he just like the niggas that he with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he is definitely them, dog. The only difference is that he's white. That's the exactly. only difference, dog. He is a Houston is, nigga, dog. <laughs> yes. So I don't know, bro. Like it's kind of funny because I I don't think I've ever ever like. No, he's probably like the only white rapper who's never gotten the whole "oh, you're whack because you're white." You I, know you know what? what? I can't say that I've ever heard anything about him being white, except for the right. fact that people liked his music and he was white. Like, right? yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, dog. Like, and and that's the thing, dog. He never made it about his music about him being white. Yeah, and I feel like these other niggas. They definitely usually bring up the fact that, oh, I'm a white boy and I can rap. Look at me. Well, I mean, that is very true. But I mean, also, uh, you got to be like also like Pitbull. Pitbull very, very much pushed up the fact that he was Latino while he was rapping, too. So, I mean, I guess it's kind of like you kind of have to like put that on there but at the same time not only did was he 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 wasn't always just like you know i'm latino viva la raza or anything like that but he was be speaking in spanish i would say that was more of the more of the thing that really got him going that people had to remember oh yeah this nigga is spanish you know what i'm saying so like um i i I definitely get what you're going and also because i well i can't say because he he was he was into some weird shit back in the day who people yeah he was into some into some a little bit of street shit, <laughs> not not too much. Yeah, but a I was about bit. to say. He was kind of like doing some street shit, right? Yeah, like, I was like, like, I can't can't really put him in the backpack rap. <laughs> Yo, that is one of the motherfuckers right there, dog. That he pimped the shit out of the music game, dog. He God really damn. did. He just turned. He went from a like a underground street rapper into just a motherfucking pop star, like a motherfucker. This motherfucker is Nigga. Mr. Fucking Worldwide now. He's up there with motherfucking <laughs> Bruno Mars and motherfucking dog. Madonna and shit. Motherfuckers got stadium tours all the motherfucking time. This nigga, I don't even know his new music. I don't know his new music for shit. Nigga, I couldn't tell you the difference between his songs in 2003 and 2009, dog. They're all the same fucking songs, dog. <laughs> Let's be real, nigga. They're the same I'll say two th- say I'll say 2005 to, from now, because 2003, he was still a little gutter. He was still t- talking about, bitch, I'm from Dade County. <laughs> and you know what? You know what? It might even be after 2005, too. Cause it might be. That was like, that was like maybe like a Lil John era. Of yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and even then, he wasn't what he became where uh where he, 
for some reason, the joke that comes to mind is the the joke with Neo tonight. Yeah, because before before that shit, what was it? It was Shake with the Yin Yang Twins. <laughs> it was Kulo. <laughs> you know what, yeah, I'm that's what I'm saying, <laughs> dog. I'm trying to tell you, bro. This nigga just became pop. Like sensation, dog. No like, bull. Dog, white people love Pitbull, dog. Yup. Yup. They fucking love Pitbull so hey. hard, dog. See? It's crazy. Hey, but you know what? He earned that job. He did put in he put in his time and he made the right moves to do what he does. Now he's dog. now he's uh he's uh he's a uh, T.O. Pitbull out here with the motherfucking white linen suits and the motherfucking cabana uh, hat on sitting with a fucking uh with a, with a fucking cubano chilling by the pool, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and what's crazy is right that had he just had he kept it quote unquote real and still tried to do the rap shit, that nigga might have been a broke ass Fucking Miami nigga. Might have been, because there's a lot of people that he worked with that are now. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Although, and you now, know what? I will say, there's one song. It's the, the, the one I referenced, uh, Bitch, I'm from Dade County. Everybody on that song got mad popular, and Pitbull was on that song. Wasn't uh, Except, Trick, Trick Daddy on that joint? Yeah, Trick Daddy was on that John Trina, uh, Flo Rida, Rick Ross. Uh, and then there's a there's a couple of other at the end who I don't I think the the last two little niggas were the ones that didn't really like pop off like that, but uh, but yeah, but that's that's all the way off topic. <laughs> yeah, we talk about bitch. I'm from Dade County. Hey, I mean music history, though. That's what I'm saying. Damn, is that? Oh, I thought. Uh, oh yeah, you're right. Oh damn, I just realized that was on the um on fucking DJ Khaled joint. Yep, that's his first jump, I think. The yeah, list, the Trick Daddy. Jump. Uh, yep, Trina, you're right. Uh, Dre, I don't know who Dre. Oh, Dre and, and I don't know Dre's. Florida, Briscoe. Briscoe, that's the other person. Maybe maybe Pitbull's not right. on that joint. I thought he yeah, was. Yeah, he actually isn't on that joint. Oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> but he's probably on a similar uh, song that's kind of, you know, similar to that joint. Oh, think, yeah, maybe. most definitely, most definitely. Because I feel like this, this was after Pitbull became Mr. Worldwide, I feel. Oh, no, this is way before. That, that song? That song was before, cause he's on that album. I'm just trying see. to remember what fucking what fucking songs he's on. No, well, no, okay, he was an underground rapper though, because this is 2007, and I'm almost positive he was Kulo Pitbull <laughs> at that time. You know what? You could be right. I don't remember. Kulo Pitbull. That's like that's an era for that nigga. Kulo. <laughs> no, yeah, no bull. <laughs> Yo, I remember being like fucking like like 12 and thinking that that was the craziest song in the world. Cause he was just screaming out ass. True. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like, dog, that like when that song came on and your parents were around, if you were Spanish, that was an uncomfortable like. They just turn like, around and look at you like, nigga, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, the song, the song I was thinking about on this album with uh, Pitbull on it was "Born and Raised." It's Trick Daddy, uh, Rick Ross, okay. and Pitbull. Oh, even then, both uh, all, all three of them were you know huge or, or at least became successful artists or whatever. But yeah, let's let's go back to the fucking vinyl. Yes, days, though, my man. bad, y'all. My bad, y'all. You know, y'all know how we do it. All exactly. This, right? But um, yeah, man. Just to kind of give some your know, finishing thoughts on the album, personally, I like the album. I think that um, this is something that the only thing I could really say that's negative about it is that it's too many songs. You know, he kind of still does the whole little "Oh, look at me, I'm a white boy and I can rap" thing. Yeah. And which I think he could do without because he's such a good rapper. He's such a good rapper that he doesn't have to do the little, oh, 
you know, whatever, you know, thing that he does. We'll have to see if he does that on College Park because that's the new jump. So, yeah. I'm, and again, I, I really hope that he follows the, the Vinyl Days uh, formula of sampled beats and whatnot. Now, granted, I understand that clearing beats could, you know, be a hassle to a lot of artists. Yeah. So hopefully uh, he was able to figure that out as he did with this joint. But um, it just has a really... This is probably one of the better Logic albums that I have heard. I can I, I can honestly say that. I want to say that most of his albums I feel like are pretty concise, but no, this was a good one. This is definitely one of the best in the last, I'd say, three to four albums that he's released. Uh, probably the yeah. most consistent of that. Again, my only gripe with it is that there's too many goddamn fucking uh, interludes and shit. Uh, like you said, there's too many songs. Uh, and it really shouldn't be because, again, like as you stated before, the songs are not that long for the most part. Right. There's maybe only a couple songs that are three and a half plus minutes. So, but I, like, again, like you said, the fucking, except, except for Wiz Khalifa, in my opinion, I think that every fucking uh, featured artist enhanced the song that they were on. Wiz was great on the jump, but I just think he didn't enhance it like everybody else does. The beats on this joint were a fucking phenomenal, especially since the fact that there was a couple of DJ uh, DJ Premier joints on there. The fact that he was on there with Royce to five nine that just made me smile. Like <laughs> I've become a huge Royce fan ever since him and D, uh, Premier got together and did Prime. Yeah, uh, and the the Royce flow switches on that joint yes. were crazy. And see, this is the, now you see why I fuck with this nigga because he switches his flow all the fucking time. Now, now, granted, and again, this I'm sure this is preferences, but I don't like it to happen every like. You know, six bars or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that that's what he did here. Yeah. But he, I feel like he does it enough where it's like, yo, this motherfucker is super talented. Yeah, dog. exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I, 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 I definitely fuck with Because you have to find that fl that fine line. That it, it, no, like, yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure, like, sure. You, there's always going to be a nigga who does too much of it, and there's always going to be niggas who don't Eminem. do it. Yeah, and then there's going to be niggas like Rick Ross that don't do it at all sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's again, Everybody finds their medium and they're good. Cause I mean, you've, you 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 know there's some Rick Ross joints out there where that nigga goes on the flow and switches the flow up a couple of times in the window of the song. But if you see, it surprises you because right? you're like, oh shit! It's like nigga, you can do the jump. That's oh my goodness. See, that's let me let me not even get into this because we're gonna get into a whole other <laughs> side conversation. But yes, this sure. album, vicious as shit. Again, I think clouds, therapy music, Rogue One, and Tetris are to me the top four songs on this joint for me. But and the beats again. The beats were vicious as shit. I have to go back and look and see who produced all the beats for the for the rest of the album. But like, and that's another thing I think that they that they go hard on logic on is because besides the fact that he samples, I think a lot of people just hate on his beat selection. Yeah, and um, now granted, I don't know if that was uh, something that maybe his label wasn't trying to do for him because mm -hmm. uh, you know, like I said, clearing samples, I'm almost positive can be pretty expensive. So maybe that wasn't something that the label was trying to do. Now I don't know if every little song from here is from a you know a sampled song. If not, if it is, I'm sure it could get kind of expensive. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I hope he can continue this kind of production because, like you said, to echo everything you just said, the production on here is fucking crazy. Honestly, some of the best production I've heard, consistent production I've heard on a, on an album in a long time, uh, especially a hip hop boom bap type of album i think the production was amazing i think that the uh the features all shine uh contrary to my partner's belief i think Wiz khalifa shined on his 
Still um, trying to make me sound like a bad guy, but it's okay. <laughs> AZ came through with the verse. You Bruh. know what I mean? Oh my god, that was pretty tough. Uh, and even even the game. Uh, that, while while he. While he wasn't my favorite verse as of a feature, mm-hmm. but I still think it was decent. I still think that it seemed a little weird. Like, you know what I mean? I, Very I much don't... downplayed in the game's usual energy because the game is usually like logic and just has a rack of energy and just starts spitting. Yeah. No, so, for yeah, sure. It was, I like, was kind of confused by that. This was kind of like the, the Dreams uh, game <laughs> as opposed to... Uh, Hated or love it game or there something you go. like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was more like him talking. Like, it wasn't him going crazy, which he can go. And it's so crazy, right? Because I always like am at a crossroads with the game where I'm like, dog, you're such a vicious rapper, but such a whack ass dude. <laughs> I can agree with that, dude. I'm not going to. And lie. I'm just like, yo. And the funny thing is that if I met some of these rappers, I'm sure I'd probably say that a lot more. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because because the truth is, game puts his personality all out there, and I give him credit for that, I guess. And I'm sure there's other rappers that, like, if we met them or if we seen how they were in real life, we'd probably be like, damn, bro, you're lucky you're a good rapper, dog. Mm-hmm. You're fucking lame. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, okay, well, uh, after we've both given our, our ideas on this album or our thoughts on this album, our ideas, what the fuck, <laughs> our, our thoughts on this album. So, uh, score out of 1 to 10? Look, man. I'm going to go ahead and give this joint an 8.5 out of 10. I think it could have been a 9, maybe a 9.5 out of 10 if it just trimmed down maybe like 8 or 10 songs. Like I said, a perfect happy medium. For an album like this, especially with our short tracks, 15 tracks at the most, half, cut it right down the middle, would have been perfect. Yep. Again, I just can't emphasize it enough. In 2023, an album should not be super fucking long. People are listening to podcasts. People are listening to YouTube videos on their way to work. People aren't going to sit through an hour and 20 minute album with 30 tracks and two bonus tracks and and the acapella versions at the end of the album. But you know what I mean? Uh-huh. I, I just think that that's such a thing that I really, really like honestly despise in 2023 is super long fucking albums. So that's that it, it honestly almost takes it down a full a full number for me. From maybe a maybe a nine point five to eight point five. All that being said, everything else is great. Production is great, uh, and I already said everything else, so I'm just gonna leave it at that. Nine point eight point five. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and give it a solid eight. Simply again because of length, the amount of uh, interludes I don't think need to really be there, like you said. And Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> <laughs> hater, hater, <laughs> hater. Um, but yes, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and give it a solid A again. Lyrically, everything is great. I was so surprised by the fact that AZ and RZA and honestly the game were all featured on this album yeah. because I feel like these are all artists that you don't really get to be featured on people's shit no more. Uh, mm-hmm. Especially, especially as 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 long time that RZA been in the game and AZ. You know what I'm saying? Those are yeah. like those are like. And I mean, a lot of people don't see it. And again, they're slept on. But those are God level MCs to to me, you know, in in hip hop. And people, again, like like we were talking about earlier with uh, Black Thought, just not not looked upon as that because they're looked over by other artists that were more popular, but not necessarily more talented. So it, it was great to see just lyricist with lyricist. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that's that's what you want to fucking see if people if people can fucking rap together. So I thought it was you know a lot of it was a surprise to me when I first heard it back in back when it first came out. But again, eight 
8.0 is what I'm going to give this joint solid, solid score in my opinion. Logic always coming out joint with something good. So I'm always going to be a fan as long as he keeps coming out and, and rhyming his fucking ass off and coming out with some with some good music. I'm here for it. Bet, bet. I agree. All I'm right. Me. Well, I guess that does bring us to the end of this album review. That was with us ranting a whole lot. I'm saying. I ain't gonna lie. For um, Vinyl Days by Logic. Go ahead and check the album out. Let us know what y'all yes. think. Uh, sure. We gave it pretty high scores, so we hope you guys would too. Did you have a suggestion for today off the top? or? Listen, man, I'm gonna just say this, and I don't normally do this, especially for a podcast that has a lot more listeners than we do, <laughs> but go listen to Back on Fig. So for those of y'all that don't know, no Jumper, which is a pretty big hip-hop bass joint. Mm-hmm. A lot of the uh, cast members left and made their own little joint. Oh, shit. And they're actually booming. They're actually getting more views now than No Jumper, oh, which is pretty shit. fucking crazy. It's crazy. I'm going to tell you after the show, but it's fucking crazy how this kind of all happened. But definitely go show love to, uh, you know, T-Rail, AD, all of them over there, um, back on Fig, uh, Smack, all of them niggas. Definitely go check that out. It's hilarious too. If you want to laugh your ass off and just just kind of just just enjoy a fucking good po- a good stream because they do a lot of like live streaming more than anything more mm-hmm. than a podcast really. But um, go check that out. Back on Fig, it's on YouTube and I think Twitch as well. So check them out. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and do the my uh my most watched thing currently, and I will okay. say that uh, I'm watching a TV show called Rome currently. And it is, again, about, like, basically the fall of ancient Rome, like what led up to it and everything, just all acted out. Uh, it's only two seasons. It's really good. But if you're into that type of shit, like, I guess, you know, it could be, like, Game of Thrones-ish, uh, but without the dragons and all that other random shit. It's just mm-hmm. about, like, ancient Rome and all the, cons- you know, conspiracy, the power, all that other shit. If you're into right. shit like that, go ahead and check it out. That, I think that. it used to be on HBO, so it's probably, like, on HBO Max or some shit. Oh, okay. Or sure. wherever your plug is at. We're going to check it out. All right, check it out. All right, y'all. Well, we're going to go ahead and get up out of here for the evening. Thank you again for listening as always. And, yo, be good. And if you can't be good, at least be the best that you can be. If you can't do that, man, at least make your mama proud, man. And if you can't do that, man, at least don't become a degenerate gambler with all these new motherfucking apps on the phones. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's easy to fall into the slump. You know, I've been I've almost teetered my way in there, dipped my toes in. But, you know, I pull right back out. You know what I mean? Because the pullout game strong in these motherfuckers. <laughs> so definitely watch out for them apps, man. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> all right, y'all. Take care of each other. Wash your hands. Wash your ass. Be well. We'll holler at y'all later. Peace. Peace. <laughs>